Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. We come to you with Calvary greetings and the living word of God. In the name of God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. Chico Xavier said, and I quote, Though nobody can go back and make a new beginning, anyone can start over and make a new ending. End of quote. Spirit of living God is bestowed upon me. He has anointed me to preach the good tidings. God has sent me to mighty name of Jesus Christ, eternal rock of ages, our Lord and our God will magnify you. With you, Lord, we are more than an overcomer in our various battles of life. Thank you, Lord, for giving us inspiration, direction, and strength in all our pursuit of physical and spiritual recoveries. The battles are actually yours, Lord. We are just fronting. You are the man of battle. You know the end from the beginning. Father, we pray that through your word today, the winning strategies and the management of all that we will recover so that we will not suffer any loss anymore, you will teach us. Till we see you in glory, Lord, our blessings shall keep glorifying your name and never lost to Satan again. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Amen. The topic of our message is Total Recovery. Total Recovery, Part 1. Our lead text is taken from First Book of Samuel, Chapter 30. We read verses 3 to 8. First Samuel 30. 3 to 8. I read. So David and his men came to the city, and there it was, born with fire, and their wives, their sons, and their daughters had been taken captive. Then David and the people who were with him lifted their voices and wept until they had no power to weep. And David's two wives, Ahinam and Jezreite, and Abigail, the widow of Nabal, the Carmelite, had been taken captive. 
Now, David was greatly distressed, for the people spoke of stoning him, because the soul of all the people was grieved, even every man, for his sons and his daughters. But David strengthened himself in the Lord his God. Then David said to Abiathar the priest, Haimelech's son, Please, bring the effort here to me. And the Abiathar brought the effort to David. So David inquired of the Lord, saying, Shall I pursue this troop? Shall I overtake them? And he answered him, Pursue, for you shall surely overtake them, and without fail recover all. Brethren, the story of King David is a pathetic one, but very common in the lives of many today. He had gone to a battle to defend his territory, and when he came back, his household has been led to a back wall. The enemy had stopped him where it mattered most. His belongings had been taken away, including two of his wives. The Bible recorded that David the warrior wept like a baby. He wept to the point that he lost the strength to cry. He then remembered his God and inquired of what to do. His target was total recovery, and this God assured him he will have. Let me quickly pray that the same God who assured and helped David to recover all will help us all today to recover all our physical and spiritual losses in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Many have lost positions. Many have lost good health. Many have lost integrity. Many have even lost their name. Many have lost great opportunities, loved ones. Many have lost homes, children, memories, helpers, direction, even focus. Many have lost strength, confidence, relevance, fortune to frosters. Some have lost their lifetime sweats in many forms to callous partners and so on. Whatever you have lost, maybe you have even made up your mind to forget them and move on. The Lord is sending me to you through the inspiration of this message that he is ready to fight for you. He will recover and restore to you all your losses, even in multiple folds, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Now, why cry over losses? Why cry over losses? Many sees crying as a sign of weakness. No. Crying helps recover from grief. In periods of sorrow, noobness, guilt, and anger, crying is particularly therapeutic during periods of grieving. It may even help you process and accept the loss of a loved one. Everyone goes through the grieving process in different ways. 
from babies to adults, crying is a common language. It detoxifies the body and helps self-suit. It dulls pains and improves the mood. It rallies, supports, and helps grieve recovery. Crying helps in restoring emotional equilibrium and helps babies in breathing and sleeping. It is my prayers that from now on, is tear of joy that will be had in your homes in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. David cried and got his equilibrium back. He inquired from the Lord what to do. This is fundamental for recovery. Learn how to pray. Many in their dreams lose precious things and they say, it's just a dream. Pray hard, brothers and sisters, and challenge any settled spiritual battle before they manifest in real life. David got the assurance that if he can pursue, he will overtake and he will recover. May you recover all your stolen possessions and rights in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. But I ask the question, are you even bothered about your serial losses, job, children's misbehavior, patronage, your rights, your position, gifts and privileges? A politician in Nigeria asserted recently that it is his turn and he got the vote in his favor. Our attitude to our losses will determine if we will ever recover. Many will keep saying it is well until they are completely naked. This will now be our situation in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. But then, like the prodigal son, we must arise and have a determination and employ the right strategies before any recovery can take place. Brethren, how do we pursue our adversaries? How do we pursue our adversaries? Alexander the Great said, and I quote, The end and object of conquest is to avoid doing the same thing as the conquered. To be able to overtake someone who you are pursuing, the following must happen. Number one, you must be determined. You must be determined. Nobody can stop a determined man from achieving his goals and objectives. Determination sets your eyes on the winning mark. Nothing else will matter other than the set goal. Jeremiah chapter 24 verse 6 says, Of those who are carried away, as captives from Judah. For I will set my eyes on them for good. I will bring them back to this land. I will build them and not pull them down. And I will plant them and not pluck them up. Wow. Be unrepented about your goal to succeed and God will back you up. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. 
Number two, there should be no rest until your goal is achieved. There should be no rest until your goal is achieved. To pursue means higher and unbroken speed. You must also have strategies of race and routes better than those that you are pursuing. A man who has taken your possession while celebrating will relax. Double your efforts in skills and efforts. Sooner you will be recognized and recrowned. When the pharaohs, butler, and baker forgot to help Joseph after they were released from the prison in Genesis chapter 40, another opportunity came which made Joseph's release to be topped with being a prime minister. If you are determined to stand, nothing can move you. If you are determined to move, nothing can stop you. Determination is very key. Number three, be closer to God. He is the one that vindicates. Be closer and faithful to God. He vindicates. Again, Joseph is a classical example of God being his helper to recover glory that his brothers wanted to waste in envy. Joseph remained focused and faithful to God. In Genesis chapter 39, verses 2 and 3, it confirmed that the Lord was with Joseph and he was a successful man. And he was in the house of his master, the Egyptian. And his master saw that the Lord was with him. And that the Lord made all that he did to prosper in his hand. But he refused to betray God in deep temptation. In Genesis chapter 39 verse 9, he told the master's wife, There is no one greater in this house than I. Nor has he kept back anything from me but you, because you are his wife. How then can I do this great wickedness and sin against God? Again, in Genesis chapter 39 verses 21 and 22, even in prison, it was confirmed that, but the Lord was with Joseph and showed him mercy, and he gave him favor in the sight of the keeper of the prison. And the keeper of the prison committed to Joseph's hand all the prisoners who were in the prison. Whatever they did there, it was his doing. Please remain faithful and don't look for shortcuts in your quest for recovery of your glory. Number four, drop the burden of unforgiveness. Drop the burden of unforgiveness. You cannot run a race well with baggage of anger and intentions to revenge. Just forgive so that your prayers for recovery can be answered. Luke chapter 6 verse 37 says, Judge not and you shall not be judged. Condemn not, and you shall not be condemned. Forgive, and you will be forgiven. 
many in anger and self-revenge that they were denied promotion, we start stealing at the lower level and call it lower level a wolf. If you want God to help you restore your right, don't help yourself in dirty business and self-gratification. It's a cause if you do so. Trust God wholly as the faithful judge. Number five, make daily progress, but don't be in a hurry for results. Make daily progress for recovery, but don't be in a hurry for results. The unfortunate thing about recovery is that it doesn't happen overnight. This is where many give up. Your attitude must be like a man that has been shown a crown and the crown is taken to a location that you know. He knows it's a must to recover it. The story of Joseph took several years to manifest. He couldn't even recognize his brothers again when they met. He was never reported to be waiting for a revenge over his brother's actions. His love for them was palpable when he met them. Many people do miss their chance of restoration because of bitterness. Apostle Paul, in his first epistle to the Corinthians, in 1 Corinthians chapter 9, verses 24 to 26, summarize how you can run a race of victory. Do you not know that those who run in a race all run, but one receive the prize? Run in such a way that you may obtain it, and everyone who competes for the prize is temperate in all things. Now, they do it to obtain a perishable crown, but we for an imperishable crown. Therefore, I run thus, not with uncertainty, thus I fight, not as one who beats the air, but I discipline my body and bring it to subjection, lest when I have preached to others, I myself should become disqualified. I pray that you will not run the race of recovery in vain in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. The discipline of body and mind not to be disqualified by God, He will grant us in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Many will miss heaven looking for promotion. Many will miss heaven looking for the fruit of the womb. Many will miss heaven struggling over his or her marriage. For us as children of God, let's run the race with patience, with focus, and strict discipline. We will not fall. We will not falter we will not be disqualified in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Like David recovered all, we will recover all. Like Joseph, our good dreams will not crash or be wasted in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. In the part two of this broadcast, we will be speaking about managing all that we have recovered to the glory of God. We want to appreciate you 
for your interest and patience in listening to this message. We believe you have been blessed. Kindly forward this and share with others. You can also listen to this message and many other previous ones on podcast streaming could named Voice of Trinity. God bless you richly. Amen. And the day of vengeance of a king judgment to comfort all those who mourn to console all inside to give beauty for ashes praise garment for depression they will be called righteousness Christ will be Let us pray. Our wonderful Lord and God, we thank you for your inspiration through this broadcast. We pray that you keep empowering us, not only to recover all, but we will celebrate your goodness in our blessings. Thank you as you do this and much more for us, Lord. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Amen.